Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Alchemy podcast series on impact, talking with entrepreneurs and organizational leaders who contribute to building a more cooperative and positive future. I'm Ursula York, the host of this series. I'm a mentor to business people who want to have a positive effect on the world around them, building strong businesses by creating value for their clients, team members, and the larger world. I am so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have have impact. They're inspiring and energizing role models. I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. For ongoing inspiration and support to get clear on your impact and put it into action, enter your name and email at workalchemy.com. Today's guest in this podcast series on impact is Prince EA. Born and raised on the north side of St. Louis, Missouri, 27-year-old poet, activist, speaker, director, and content creator, Prince EA has touched the hearts, minds, and souls of millions of people worldwide through positive, inspirational, and thought-provoking content. Prince has accumulated over 300 million views on Facebook and YouTube alone. In 2011, Prince EA graduated summa cum laude from a full scholarship at the University of Missouri-St. Louis with his BA in Anthropology. Today, he speaks at conferences and also to students nationwide on the topics of self-development, education, living your passion, and the importance of being motivated and engaged in the classroom. Prince has performed alongside artists like Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, and Bruno Mars. He's appeared on TV shows from Queen Latifah to Glenn Beck. His work has been featured on popular media hubs, including Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Upworthy, CNN, and Fox. Prince's primary mission is to allow the grace of God or the universe to work through him to spread awareness excite, entertain, and ultimately galvanize listeners and viewers to recognize the peace, power, and equanimity within themselves. In 2009, Prince EA formed an organization called Make Smart Cool, SMART is an acronym for Sophisticating Millions and Revolutionizing Thought. SMART seeks to promote positive social change in concrete ways. Prince believes that the only way to change the world is to change the individual. So welcome Prince to the podcast. I'm so delighted you're here. Thank you, Ursula. It's great to be here. Thank you for that uh, that lovely introduction. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very, better than good. Better than good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So you've built such an interesting career in a really short time. You're you're not just a musician. You've also carved out this really unique blend of social change work along with your music. So what is it that drew you to create this business in the way that you have? Yeah, so, you know, I started out doing music in the, you know, my pretty much my college dorm room. And uh, so that was that was almost a, a decade ago, and you know I was interested in reaching people, um, sending positive messages through digital media. I recognized immediately the power of the internet and YouTube and Facebook and you know these social platforms, and I wanted to use them as um, really speaker phones and uh to amplify my message 
And so that was that was pretty much it. I wanted to use it. Initially, I wanted to use music. And then I started to get into poetry and uh, video logs. And and yeah, it was the, 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 the basic goal was always to take the knowledge and information that I had gathered through introspection and through research and to convey it to the world in a way that was captivating and relatable. And uh, so that's that's really what what drew me to it. That's great. Is, have you always had this desire to be kind of an agent of positive change, or, or has it evolved over time? Is it something that has increased in you, or have you always felt this way? Yeah, I think once once I was changed through uh, listening to conscious hip hop music, um, because you know, I mean, I got into like hip hop. Uh, it's funny because my uh, my parents wouldn't let me wouldn't let us listen to to hip hop music <laughs> back when we were younger. Uh, but I but I got into like conscious hip hop and listening to artists like uh, Immortal Technique and uh, Public Enemy and Raz Cass and uh, the artist named Cannabis. Like they used their intelligence and their extraordinary displays of of wordsmith of wordsmithing to convey messages and i was blown away these guys they talked about everything from geopolitics to questioning religion to questioning social norms and i was fascinated and that that changed my life forever and it it really catapulted me to uh be inspired to do what they did and to kind of the, the each one teach one. So what they gave me, I wanted to give other people the same feeling that uh, that was given me and the inspiration and motivation I wanted to, to spread to the world. That's how it started. Hmm. Mm. That's great. I mean, you really are a wordsmith. I love watching your videos on, uh, I've seen them on Facebook and Upworthy and it's it's been uh, it's something that's really caught on and has really taken off for you. Were you surprised by that, or was that something that you you saw as as really tapping into um, something within people? Yeah. yeah, you know, I've been blessed uh, to be pretty average, you know, and <laughs> my my average my average uh, simple ways and simple mind, I think, is the best. Um, gives me a great gauge to understand the minds of others and to understand what others enjoy and what others feel. Um, so I knew that, and I and I just realized I studied anthropology, like you you said in the introduction, and anthropology, which is the study of cultures and the study of humans across time and space, a discipline that really emphasizes the similarities of humankind instead of the differences and you know through anthropology and through introspection and through the reading of you know ancient texts um, I understand that understood that we all want happiness everybody at every level um, wants happiness and the highest form of happiness is peace and so I just want to I just tell people what's already inside of them and we all want the same thing, so I think that's why it has. That's why my videos get the the millions of views and millions of shares because we all we all want the same thing, and uh, it's a lot of distraction in the world. And something like this that tells 
content that actually shows people that um, they are what already that which they are searching for. The, the peace and the happiness exists inside of them. This is a very unpopular message in a world that tells you you have to reach these external things in order to be happy, in order to get the the, the friendship and, and um, the 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 admiration of others. Um, so it's it's an unpopular message, but it's a message that we all understand deep down, and that's why I think it's it's so popular. Mm. Well, it, your message really is very profound and real. And I, I agree. I think it touches on this very deep truth that we all recognize when we hear it. So um, I, I was I was surprised when you said that you feel like you're average because I would, I mean, I, I hear you when you say that you you feel like you can connect with people and, uh, but not everybody has the courage to put themselves out there in the way that you have. So what's what's caused you to um, to do that? Is that something that, um, are you drawn by wanting to have a certain impact or what is it that, that let you kind of move past what most people experience as a really scary thing of putting themselves out there? Mm. Yeah. So in <clears throat> several years ago, I met an artist named, named Rhymefest, mm-hmm. and uh, he he doesn't he I mean he, pr- he probably doesn't even know who I remember who I am or anything. <laughs> He's probably seen my videos but never made the connection. But Rhymefest, he is an artist that uh, he's a Grammy Award winning artist, very popular in the underground hip hop scene, and he came to St. Louis. And I was, you know, an up and coming rapper. And so what under up and coming rappers do with rappers that are already signed or that are already popular, they try to rap for them. You know, they try to they try to rap a verse that they have to impress them mm-hmm. uh, or to just kind of kind of show them who they are. And that's what I did. So I rapped a verse for him. And he told me something very something that I'll never forget. And that was he told me the power of vulnerability. He said that the rap that I did was great, but I should be more vulnerable and I should put myself out there more because there's a lot of power, I believe, in vulnerability. And, you know, getting that message from him, I mean, it, it was a it was a, a light switch, you know, the, the on to, to my brain. He's like, he's, he's totally right. My favorite artists were the ones that put themselves totally out there and that were vulnerable, that had the courage to say what others didn't say. And I think when when people do that, not only are they, I mean, this is Brene Brown is a very popular video on the power of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is true strength when you can when you can really put yourself out there. Um, and also not only not only the lessons of, of vulnerability, but the lesson of the impermanence of existence is really another driver for me. You know, the Buddha, uh, he said, he said, don't think. But if you must think, let it be on the uncertainty of your death hmm. and just just knowing that the brevity of life it, it 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 breaks the barriers for ego for me and uh it it, it compels me to create content uh, that is most important and what i've realized that which is most important in in existence is love is compassion is kindness is understanding is peace um yeah yeah that's great i love that quote i haven't heard that before so yeah well and that vulnerability 
it's really what draws people because we can all connect at that level. So, yeah, that's great. Exactly. Well, one, a few of the things you mentioned is um, love, compassion, kindness. One of the things I've been asking people on the podcast is how is you, your work, your business, a reflection of you and your values? Because I think when we have impact, when we, we have a way of, of being a positive influence with other people, it's based on our own values and the things that we hold dear. Because we, we operate out of them anyway, whether we're conscious about them or not. Mm-hmm. But um, is that something that's true for you? Do you feel like your values inform what you're what you're doing in your work? Mm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I live in a space where it's it's total, like I said, it's total vulnerability. Um, a lot of people ask me, uh, so what do you do? You know, what do you, it's people see me online and they ask me, what do, what do I do? And the only accurate answer to that question is I do what I am. Uh, I, I, it's it's not a doing anymore. It's, it's, it's the natural beingness coming out emerging into this art so absolutely i mean these these values these these principles these ideas these the 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 the, the idea of of being free from all ideas uh is it definitely comes out in in my music in my spoken word poetry in my um in my vlogs as well mm. Yeah, I love that. I do what I am because there's so much talk about authenticity and it's almost like that becomes another item on somebody's to-do list rather than it. Yeah, it's like, ah, now I got to be authentic on top of everything else. But but uh, yeah, that's a great way to put it. I do what I am because it's it, that speaks from the heart. It speaks from the, the core of, of who you are. So, yeah. yeah. Do, do you feel like this perspective that you have on your work affects the people that you work with. I'm, I'm, are, do you have a team that works with you? And, and if you do, how to, how were they influenced by, by yeah. your philosophy? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I do, I do have an amazing team, very small team right now, but, uh, people that have, some have been with me for a couple of years and some that are relatively new working with me. Um, yeah. So the people that have, that have been with me for, you know, three, four years, uh, they've definitely told me that they've, they've become more open-minded. Uh, one of my, one of my friends, uh, Travis, who we do, we work closely together. He, uh, he's a very honest guy. So he, he when I tell him I'm working on a project, he sometimes he's like, eh, I don't know about like I, so I had a project that I released about four years ago and it was called, uh, it was called smoking weed with the president. <laughs> right. And, and this was about, uh, the history, uh, the social ramifications of really marijuana law. And, but he, you know, he, he heard the title, he saw me where he, he was a little unsure about it. But he's learned to not judge a book by its cover and to actually uh, wait until, you know, my, my projects are are completed and wait till the impact happens. So he's he's learned to trust me, I think, a little more. He's learned to, to be more trusting of others and to not uh, 
not judged based on appearances. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it I think it does rub off on uh, on the people that I that I work with for sure. Yeah, that's great. Well, how do you feel that the work that you do impacts your audience? How, what do you what do you feel is happening at the other end in terms of how people are affected? Yeah, yeah. Well, I get a lot of messages. Um, definitely saying that the the videos and the content is impactful. Um, you know, ultimately the the I make the same video over and over again, um, and that video is one that it 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 it, it basically conveys the message that peace is already inside of you. So I talk about, and, and that love is the answer to every problem on the planet. Uh, simple, that's the message to every video. I do it in different ways, but ultimately you get that from every single video, everything from uh, you know, my dear future generation, sorry, a video about the environment. What's the answer to the environment? Well, I believe love and understanding the connection between each other and understanding the connection with the environment. Uh, I did a video on, on race. And what's the answer to that? Understanding what we really are beyond race, which is which is love, a pure a pure seeing, an interconnectedness of all. And so it's the same message every time. And I think it, it impacts people to look and, and compels them to look within themselves. And that's because I, I, I do believe what uh, a dear um, teacher of mine uh, named Muji, what he said, he said, there's one, there's one earth, but there's seven billion worlds. Mm-hmm. Everybody is in, in each living in their individual world through their filters. And only will we have peace uh, on the planet when we remove the filters and recognize that we are love already. Um, and that in that day, uh, mankind becomes kind man. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you, because of this this work that you're doing and and the message that you're of, of love and peace that you're you talk about really consistently, is do you think that you're starting to have an influence on the music industry? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know. Um, the music industry definitely. You know, I I know a few. You know big bigger musicians that have been influenced but the entire industry I don't know yet I don't I don't think that uh I have um I mean you know the industry is is motivated primarily by by revenue and money right. and maybe only until I make a, a, a billion dollars will they really uh understand that it is possible to uh, to promote messages of, of love and peace instead of violence and uh, exploitation. Um, so, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think I've motivated a lot of individuals in the industry, but I don't know yet if the entire industry has has made a shift yet to that. I think it's I think it's happening, though, with me and a, a, a couple other uh, big, you know, companies like Upworthy, uh, up, uh, yeah, Upworthy mm-hmm. and um, uh, Hoop- Hooplaha, um, 
yeah, just just a lot of these different networks that promote, uh, you know, positivity, collective evolution, a lot of these different channels that are doing doing good and seeing a lot, a huge audience. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. That's the that's the goal is to to kind of shift the mainstream uh, to a more uh, a more positive way of uh, advertising and reaching people. Um, yes, yeah, so we'll see. Well, I I agree with you. I think there's been uh, certainly uh, more receptivity on the part of the audience to hear the message like you that you have and that others have of of, uh, this focus on on love and being interconnected. I think that is that is part of a larger global shift. And um, so I think it's exciting that you're on the uh, kind of on the cutting edge of that in your area, which is is really awesome. So yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I'm I'm trying. You know, I'm uh, <laughs> definitely trying. I mean, that's this is this is the goal, right? It's not to reach a certain amount of people that already understand the message, mm-hmm. preaching to the choir, as they say, but it's to reach the the average person that has never heard the message before. How can we reach them in a way that they can? They can digest it. How can we put the aspirin in the applesauce so that the, the message is there? But it's not in a way that's pretentious or speaking over them. It's a way that every human being of every race, demographic, age, culture can understand. Yeah, and you as, uh, yeah, as a rap artist, you're really in a special situation of being able to reach uh, a, a new audience. So it's really it's very awesome that you're using your gifts in that way so uh, just to switch gears a little bit on um it it seems like people that are are really motivated to have an impact to be a positive influence you can sometimes get really caught up in that and it becomes an issue of really overwork or just getting really caught up in what you're doing and not taking great care of yourself and I think taking care of yourself is so essential because you are the vehicle for bringing this message out in the world, for doing the work that you do in your music and videos. So do you feel like your your own self-care affects your ability to have impact? And, and if you do, are there any special practices or regular practices that you do to really help keep up your energy? Great question. I love this question. It's so important. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I mean, we, we have to, like you said, we have to take care of this vehicle that we call the body, um, first and foremost. Uh, you know, diet and exercise is very important. Um, so, you know, it's, it's almost a selfish act if we don't take care of ourselves um, because, I mean, we, we, we want to live as healthy uh, and as having as a, acute a mind as possible, so that we can continue to to be love and to to express these things as they may. Um, so I, I I do I do I work out I uh, I try to eat you know pretty pretty healthy uh, like a, a plant based uh, maybe seventy eighty percent plant based diet. Um, I I do what's called intermittent fasting from time to time. Um, I think, but also the body, while the body is very important, the mind is, I believe, if not more important to to practice mindfulness uh, daily 
You know, it's it's great. It's so awesome to to take time out of your day to meditate and to 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 go into the lotus posture for you know seven hours a day. That's great. <laughs> but I, I believe it's it's wiser to to practice that state of meditation and mindfulness throughout your day. Um, to constantly be aware of who you where you are. Uh, to bring your mind back into your body and to 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 look at the the worlds that just arise from this from this recognition of the present moment to be constantly in a state of gratitude gratitude is not something that we have to gratitude which by the way is the healthiest human emotion it's not something that we have to uh, force ourselves to to be in a state of it's just us opening our eyes and seeing wow this this mystery, this gift called life. Uh, what a what a what an opportunity! Um, this this breath that we have flowing inside of our bodies without trying. What a gift! Uh, let's let's be thankful for that. And that gratitude that that not only makes you healthier it, it, and stress, as we all know, stress is the cause of all of ninety. Uh, eight, I believe, percent of disease. Mm-hmm. So if we can practice mindfulness and we can we can eliminate anger, we can eliminate these these negative feelings and emotions that cause us to be stressful. Um, that is that is self care. Um, that is that is beautiful. And yeah, yeah, that's great. Is it, you talked about mindfulness and gratitude. How did you come to those practices? You you mentioned your teacher Muji. Were there other influences as well that brought you to, to an awareness of the importance of those things in your own self-care? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I have, I have read and studied everyone from the modern uh, teachers, from the beautiful uh, Byron Katie mm-hmm. to the, the, the uh, very poignant Eckhart Tolle uh, to the, to the humorous, and eloquent Ram Das uh, and Thich Nhat Hanh to the ancient uh, texts from the Bhagavad Gita to the the Nisargadatta Maharaj to Papaji. Uh, I'm fascinated with reality and understanding what is real. Uh, when we are in a state of anger, that's not us not seeing clearly. Uh, that's us moving because our natural state is that of peace. Once the mind comes on with judgment, that's when we get off balance and out of out of alignment and we get angry and upset. But if we can maintain that mindfulness, that that peace, which I have not only learned from these these wonderful teachers, but also the, the, the you have to you have to look inside. Right. You have to you have to um, you have to be introspective if we want to fully embody uh, these these ideas and principles and concepts uh, of of mindful listening of uh, loving kindness we have to we have to look in that is that is the most important uh, aspect because while I can your teachers they can tell you uh, and they can show you the recipe for building a, a chocolate cake creating a chocolate cake. There's nothing like actually tasting that chocolate. <laughs> that's a great analogy. <laughs> There's nothing like it, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I, uh, I, I'm i a great admirer of all those teachers as well. So, um, I mean, that's a, 
it's great that you've managed to bring in so many different teachers into your own experience and understanding and and blending that with introspection it's great yeah, yeah. absolutely who, who are some of your like some some people that you have um uh, learned from um you know taken from studies under who what about you who, who are some of those yeah byron katie is a big one for Jeez. me her her uh method which she calls the work as you know is just yeah. it's very profound and it's very perspective shifting when you can do it i i confess i'm not always in this kind of amazing state where i can do it but uh it's always worth the effort of mm. of kind of ask her essential question mm. is basically is that true when you're mm. making assumptions about <laughs> what's happening in the world it's like oh yeah maybe not true <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> yeah so she's she's great and i'm uh i've also really connected with michael singer have you ever read his book the untethered soul yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I have actually. Yeah, that is a great book. I at the time I read it, which was five years ago, it was such an amazing. I was just in the perfect spot for in my own, you know, development to really connect with that book. And he he wrote a subsequent one, the the surrender experiment, which is. I don't know if you've have had a chance to read that one, but oh. he's uh, he he talks about just letting go of outcomes and just really being aware and present with what is and dang that is hard <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah. how many how many times do we say well that shouldn't that shouldn't be happening <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's the that's the cause of, of all suffering right you have a model a blueprint of the way you think the world should work and that runs up against the way the world works essentially the cause of all suffering is a state of arrogance our belief that we think we we think that we can course correct the universe uh yeah. <laughs> we can change we, we think we're smarter than, than god in the universe and uh so yeah I, I love that that humility because there's a lot of power in surrender and there's a lot of power in being in the state of i don't know yeah absolutely and it's a hard place to maintain but uh yeah there's so much power in it you're absolutely right yeah well, one of the things that I've I've also asked people, and not to put you on the spot here, but I, you know, everybody's path is, um, you know, we kind of, it's not totally smooth. We all kind of have little detours or, or experiences that we have that feel like obstacles or barriers or problems. Have Can you share with us an example of one that has come into you your experience that that feels like it's interfering with the impact you want to have and how have you been able to move through that oh so like a okay um yeah you know i can i you know, really i'd love to t just tell the story about how i um how i came to to create from the place which i create from and you know while i started out in in hip-hop Hip-hop and rap is a very competitive, very ego-driven pursuit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot about I have this, I have that, you don't have this, I'm better than you, I'm more talented. Even, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of comparing, and the comparing mind is the doorway to suffering. And so I suffered a lot being in that world. And 
so I, I completely stopped. And this is when this is when this this shift happened. I began to pick up these books and to look inside of myself and ask myself, what's you know, what, what, what how can I be happy? Um, and that's when I realized that happiness was already within. It was already here. And I started to create from a place of, of peace and really from a place not of not of urgency. I go I go back to when I said the uh, the death was a big motivator for me. You know, the Buddha, the the, the brevity of life. Um, it, it forces me to to let go of the ego and to be in the present moment, which is the moment that we all are already in, but not consciously of. Mm-hmm. And so I began, yeah, I just began to create from that point. But it was the suffering from the comparing myself with others. Oh, I'm, I'm not. How is he on a uh, being? How is he getting this many views? How is he on tour traveling? And I'm not. It was. It was the comparing mind. Uh, it, it caused me a lot of, a lot of suffering, and I began to watch it and um, to create from a place not of not of comparing anymore, but just of service. Um, and the, my, one of my favorite books, the Tao Te Ching, mm-hmm. book of book of the way. It says, uh, "Compete with no one, and no one can compete with you." Mm-hmm. When you when you when you put yourself in a in a lane of your own, it's it's total freedom, and that's that's how I feel. I mean, the comparing mind still pops up, <laughs> but I, I watch it and I laugh. And uh, but ultimately, service is is the key out of that that space to not um, to not focus on you anymore, but focus on what you what you're creating. Um, that's that that helped me a lot. Yeah, that is so true. That comparison can really get you into a trap of um, not only personal unhappiness, but also just uh, on a business level, mm. you you get into this whole commodity thing of uh, where you're not really tapping into your uniqueness and how you can express yourself and the amazingness of that and that's what sets you apart i think people really often misunderstand that in business and and uh and life too i mean it's a real life lesson as well the Tao Te ching is such a, a profound book in that way so yeah thanks for sharing that well what what insights or advice would you share with another creative person another even under another business owner who's asking themselves, how can I positively affect my own environment and the larger world? How can I have impact? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great question. And I think that, I think the answer to that question will arise naturally and spontaneously once we, once we realize who and what we are. Um, once we let go of, of, of doing and instead, put a priority on on being, um, because it's not about what you ought to do. It's about it's really about who you are. And, be, and once you once we focus on who we are, what we do happens naturally and spontaneously. We can't not do it. You know, it's just a part of us. A part of us, right? I said earlier, I don't know what I do. I do, I do what I am. And uh, so I think I think it's very important. Um, and 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 every I mean. 
this this is the message even from some of the 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 legendary uh sales and business experts like the like the Zig Ziglar's and the Jim Rohn's right it's it's fo- it's focusing on on who you are and what you are that's that's the most important thing and and doing just happens naturally out of that so i'd say i'd say um you know the the introspection and you know i've already mentioned a a lot of a lot of books and a lot of texts that people can can go back on and read but i think ultimately it's it's not about okay how can i how can i create i mean that's that's beautiful too to 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 do and to try to to work from a place of um trying to help others and be of service but sometimes you can fall into the trap of of control you know it's it's i right now i've under i've come to the understanding that the world is perfect as it is i don't it doesn't need me to to help or to to do anything the world is perfect as it is um but also it's also perfect that i have a will and a desire to to help but it's not out of a controlling like this needs to be this way i just do i just do what happens naturally and and let go of the result um, I just, you know, play my part in this very short span that we call life, this short dream. Um, so, yeah, I'd say looking inward, realizing that we're not here forever and that we were here. We were put on this planet with with gifts, with talents, with a perspective that nobody else has. And it's it's our obligation, our duty to to find out what that gift is um and to to really to give that and i guarantee you when you find that find out what that gift is it 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 has it, it's it's going to be founded in three things either loving serving or giving or all three i think that's why we're here to either to love to serve and to give um so yeah that's that's my that's my advice to the to the creators that's great. Prince, I want to thank you so much for those words and for joining us today. I I so appreciate how you've put your, uh, your own learning and your intelligence into the way you craft your words, both in your music and uh, what you're putting out there as in video. Um, I think it's a real gift to people and uh, you're really part of this larger movement towards love and peace i i, I really uh, am uh, i'm very grateful to you for the work that you do in the world and and thank you for being here on the podcast today wow wow you just touched my heart thank you for saying that i, I know that you mean it and that means a lot to me thank you and thank you for what you do in creating and uh i love i really really appreciate having this opportunity to tell my story so thank you for for inviting me on here my pleasure yeah if people want to get in touch with you what's the best way for them to to reach out to you yeah uh i'd say um my website is princeea.com you can follow me on facebook and instagram and youtube everything prince ea so uh yeah social media twitter's twitter's a good tweet me is a good way to, to <laughs> me or uh, or go to the website and find an email um which is um info at princea.com so great okay well thank you again and um yeah i appreciate what you do <laughs> well, i'm sending so much love to you thank you for what you do as well thank I'm you really, really really grateful um for this opportunity
Well, thank you, and I'm sending love back your way, too. (laughs) So join us for more podcasts on impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. Thank you to everyone listening for being here. Until next time, to keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by entering your name and email at workalchemy.com. Alchemy.com.